It's been five years since the continent-wide attacks of a flight of ancient dragons, and the scars of that conflict still linger across the struggling Republic of Tal'Dorei. Rebuilding and recovery are matched by opportunism and scheming, and all the while enigmatic powers long dormant wait to be found. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's critical role, and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. If you need a virtual tabletop in this time of social distancing, go to Roll20.net to sign up for a free account and get playing. With a marketplace for tokens, maps, and adventures, there's always something to add to your game. Plus, if you pay for a subscription, you'll unlock premium features like dynamic lighting, more storage space, customizable character sheets, and special animated effects. Uh, because, of course, this episode is sponsored by Roll20. Roll20 for coming, uh, you know, to our aid, you heroes, and creating a wonderful um, virtual tabletop for us to play this game on while we can't sit around a table together. Wear a mask. It's actually been <laughs> just a little PSA there from Corey. It's actually been super helpful having Roll20 right. existing for this. Yup. It really has, and I was just saying, like, I some work friends I'm doing something with, I'm like, what night are you free? And they're like, we're free every night. It's a quarantine. And I'm like, oh, people who don't get to play online games with their friends don't have plans, whereas Merrick and I, our plans are exactly the same. They're just now virtual. And, like, for somebody who isn't 100% comfortable with D&D in that whole world... The Roll20 Online, like, without it, I feel like I would be completely lost. And I know it seems like it's just a piece of paper online, but it, there's just the fact that it has all the information right at your fingertips. Like, I, not sitting around a table and not having the support of you guys to be like, point out something for me consistently, online Roll20 just makes it so much easier. It would be nice if you were signed into it, too. <laughs> oh, you got God! That'd be you really helpful. What? I find I like, like key attitude. key in this would be if you're signed into Roll Twenty, it'd be super great. <laughs> Delilah just well, descends from the shadows and stabs you. I just love that it was this like perfect ad ad piece, and I was like, literally the only one not in using Roll Twenty. <laughs> not letting that slide. So, uh, the northern city of Guardan has had a little over a day of tense quiet after the late-night attacks by the forces of the Tyrant Queen. After closing the egress portal in the sky, Sumi and Nerestos land in front of Ornatora, the central tower of Guardan and the seat of the Noldar. And we pick up. Scene. Star wipe. <laughs> so do we... Do we really want to go involve ourselves with them? <laughs> Alright. I'm going to cast Speak with Animals just so that I can understand the bird. Yeah, no, I definitely do not want to get mixed up with these people. We did their job. I just want to go. I hope that um, Delilah and Faerun have gotten some good stuff. Yeah, I have no real... Uh desire to more in engage with government, you know. Yeah, I know. I think people like... should be free to choose their own fate, not led by any sort of governing body. Uh, maybe, like, everyone could help each other out. You know, we could all share resources on, like, a grand scale. I mean, sure. Uh, but I don't know what we were thinking, like, two minutes ago to decide to land here because I mean man it feels like two weeks ago but me two minutes later doesn't think this is a good idea uh well alright uh back aboard and away we go wait we should probably wait. tell someone though there's there's a small crowd there's a small crowd gathering mostly of like uh parents who are taking their children out for the first time since the attacks and there's a bunch of kids pointing at the giant e giant eagle wait do I have an accent when I'm talking to you in my bird form? 
I don't sound like I usually do. You know, it's something <laughs> I've never, never thought about. Uh, but I suppose because your vocal cords are different, uh, you you speak differently. Because right you? now, you're actually just kind of squawking quite loudly. And uh, <laughs> I can interpret your squawks via the use of magic. Yeah, she's not speaking Elvish. Or common. Or Kelvish. So there's there's kids here. Should we leave? Should we just... I don't... I think we should just leave. Well, you know what? Um, And I just point randomly at a person in the crowd and I go, You! <laughs> and you point randomly at... Where are all my dice? I don't point at your dice. Oh, Unless oh. the person's name is Yurdis. Could you please point at my dice so that I know where they are? Uh, so you point at an elven woman. And she kind of... Me? You have been tasked with a quest most dire. And uh, she's got like uh, um, a young elven child with her who pushes her forward. And you hear the words uttered by the child. A druid just picked you for a quest, mom. It's cute. You gotta go. You gotta go tell them that we closed the portal. That's all. It's not a good quest, but it's a quest nonetheless. On my bird, I go. Ah! <laughs> you should pay her for her quest, dude. I have That's no what the bird money. Says to you. I have no. I say back <sighs> in bird. I've got no money. We just I've, got I, a ton of I money. I have. I have money, but I feel like it's in me right now. I don't understand how this works. It's definitely in you. There's actually a lot in your mouth <laughs> right now. Like, if I were to reach in, I couldn't get it. But, you know. I didn't think of the logistics of this. It's weird. Did we split the money? Every, like, and actually dole it out? Yeah, we, we split, yeah. and then we also um, kept a separate pile. Sick. Does anyone remember what that money was doled out in increments? I believe 500? Each? Correct. The total was 500, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was like it, it was like thousands, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought it was two thousand, and then I didn't take my portion. You're right. That was the one that was set aside because you took the old coins. Because you're a thief, right? Literally, yeah. There were five chests of five hundred gold each. You'd probably, like, give her something for her quest. I mean, just to make it legit. Like a silver? Ah. Uh, I'm a bird. I don't know what kind of money he has on him. Copper? A feather? I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Plucks a feather from the polymorphed great eagle. This... What would happen? Turn back into my finger eventually. Can you imagine if, <laughs> if when you shifted back, it just turned into skin? Ugh. And then like, you just have like a hole. She has it like tucked behind her ear and it just. Yeah, so to avoid the uh, definite eventuality of somebody polymorphing somebody into something, carving off a piece so that you have a meal, it doesn't work that way. I mean, that's a smart thing to do, right? Not gonna happen. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to pluck a feather from uh, the bird, uh, walk over to the lady, and real, like, real dramatically uh, cast Druidcraft and just, like, make wind blow. Uh, like, to make my cloak, like, <laughs> flap out behind me. And uh, uh, when I tell her, this feather uh, will, at, at your most dire time, Save your life, should you need it. I was going to say make a performance check, but that sounds like a deception check. Go ahead, with advantage, due to the druid crafting. Why are you so mean, my dude? Uh, these elves have been dicks to me my whole life. I like this guy. Scanlan coming through with a 19 for an 18. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. There's a little bit of muttering out in the crowd, but the woman, sort of wide-eyed, takes it from you and says, 
I shall deliver this as you request. Yeah, just tell them that uh, the, no more fire monsters come in from the sky. Your message will make it to them. I promise you and thank you for your gift. I caw at you and say, don't you think you should be more specific and say like, yo, we closed the portal? My bird makes a good point. Um, it was the handiwork of uh, Norestos and his fabled companions uh, who sealed the gate to the fire realm uh, that was open above the sky. I'm sorry, wait, you're Norestos, that homeless vagabond? You can tell her. No, you're it's a different titan- one. You can tell her you're now a Titan Slayer. That would be Lion. You're not? No, I've never slayed a Titan. Yeah, that's true. We're just calling at each other. I just. Yeah. The best part is there's like a pause where I just turn back and go. And they're like, oh, yeah, of course. He's definitely insane. Uh, and so she'll sort of bow and uh, tug her child along who stares at you wide-eyed, waves. I dramatically nod. And they go into the tower. All right, time to get out of here before that's found out. Ah! Yeah, let's uh, let's coast above and try to see if we can spot these two shopping. Um, Were they shopping? I thought that you were still back at the house. In my notes, I said they were getting supplies while we were gone. Correct. Right. Um, and we weren't role-playing it. You were just grabbing the things you needed. Everybody was getting a horse and uh, road supplies. Can I... Are there shops here at all? Yeah, there's a couple of shops. Most of it is, like, cottage industries. Like, you... Somebody operates out of their home. Hmm. I see. Okay. Um, I need... Hand crossbows. Multiple. Potentially, if possible. Possibly okay. one magical, if... if. Uh, make an investigation check to sort of look around the town and find a place to, uh, to purchase. I rolled an eight. Mm. That includes the plus six. Wow, that is not enough. One sec. Corey, can you out loud say your character's name? Full name, please. Feyren Fradrandon. That is a lot of vowels. So... Uh, you search around, and um, for the most part, it seems they can offer you short bows and long bows. There are a number of crossbows. Most have been uh, sort of commandeered or borrowed by the Zalezo and um, the uh, militia to serve as uh, guards on the towers. But hand crossbows are not really in style this far north. It's more of a an empire thing. Makes sense, makes sense. Although I will be disappointed. This stupid town is so tiny and crappy. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> wow, real different character. Whoa. I feel like Farron took like, like a really hard left turn there. Right, I'm gonna go on. smoke a cigarette and drink drive a ferrari i wasn't playing him properly for the way i described him to merrick and i've realized this recently so i'm trying to retcon into his appropriate character it was a hard turn from shell i didn't make it as fast as possible (laughs) it's like a like a long curve you know (laughs) well every you say your words now go ahead amanda I was just going to say, after it's Farron, is that how I say it? Farron. Farron. After Fey he says, okay. Fey? Fey. Run. 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 Oh my god. Fey? Fey? Go fuck yourself. 
Like yeah. as in fairy? Like fey? The fairy? Yes. Yes. Khan. Okay. Khan. Khan. It's not happening. Interesting. I can't make that sound. It doesn't happen. <laughs> fey? Like it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Say it um, as one word though. Feyron. That's as close that was really as good, Amanda. Get. That was good. Um, okay, so after he says that comment, I just turn to him and I'm like, I think we're going to get along really well. Are you both going to brood a lot? I was going to say, it just cuts to a best friend's montage of them being broody and like picking on people. So <laughs> how many rations, how many days worth of rations do you pick up? That sort of stuff. What was uh, the trip? Four days? So, it's about four days to the coast, but you know that the Melpomene is already heading pretty far south, and it's about 15 days to Port Damali if you make good time. Are there any places along the way? Do what I know... You would, having uh, traveled that way before, and no. There are some small settlements, maybe some outlying farms and whatnot, but for the most part, uh, Guardan and Port Damali are the are the centers of civilization in those two points. Uh, the Silk Basin Pass is kind of swampy territory, and um, then you've got wild forests and, and foothills. So probably want to get like twenty days worth of rations. Per do rations last that long? How long do rations last? They last a long time. Definitely longer than that um, length of journey. Uh, they're like dried foods, like rices and jerkies and stuff like that. Gazunite. You tried so hard. I did, and when I sneeze, because my finger hovers over my press to talk, it moved my whole body and made me press it. Yeah, Jen, that's what happened. It is. Jen does that sometimes when we're playing Minecraft. She will just unmute herself to sneeze into the mic, and then mute herself again. It's like one of those things where you're like, I also unmute myself to make facial expressions. I just forget. I unmuted myself to nod earlier. Yeah, me too. I was going to ask, though, uh, Fehron. I got it right. That's correct, right? Just gurgle water every time. Uh, do you have a uh, nature? Are you a nature boy? Three. Okay. So you might know that we don't need all the days of rations if we can forage a bit. Well, I was assuming we'd rather go up in case trouble comes along the way and we take longer than expected. Totes, whatever you want to do, my dude. Yeah. What? Things don't go according to plan? That's crazy. Rations are two pounds a ration. And they are five silver for one day for one person. I also did the math on the gold. Gold's not that heavy. 500 pieces of gold is actually only 10 pounds. Which is like heavy for a money purse, but not heavy for like my weight carry. And it's 10 silver, 1 gold? Correct. Did somebody who added like that extra bag that we said would be towards like party supplies? Who has that bag? You do, Corey? Okay. Actually, nobody does. I didn't add it in. We're just. But but you have it now. You're keeping track of it, Corey. Yeah. I Is that it. not what you're buying our rations out of? Correct. Yeah. I assumed I it was just going to be 500. Here are horses and rations and everything. Okay. Merrick, why did you show the book? What's in the book that's probably scary? No, this is just uh, this is prices. Okay. You looked like you were very excited, and I thought it was monsters. No, this is the player's handbook. Now, behind me, you'll notice Beasts of Flesh and Steel, Creature Codex, Tome of Beasts, Monster Manual, and Arcana of the Ancients. I don't like that. 
Why? While simultaneously liking it a lot. Uh, Did you know that Tasha's Cauldron of Everything also has a whole bunch of puzzles in it? I love puzzles. I hate puzzles. I'm very bad at them, though. Sometimes I push a rune and I blow up our party. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... That's about 400 gold. Sorry, 40. 40 gold, 400 silver. I was like, (laughs) where did did your math go on that? It's going to cost 400 gold. I'll take that and it's just fine. Uh, so a riding horse is 75 gold pieces each. So um, we did establish that Farron uh, rode into Guardan. Um, I believe you have a horse stabled here. So Correct. you need 225 gold pieces to acquire horses for the other three party members. Plus 40, making it 265. So... Yeah, 40 gold, that's 80 days divided by 4, 20 days. Yep, math checks out. So you're geared up. It's um, mid-morning-ish. You've got your four horses um, of the Element Apocalypse. Element Apocalypse. You know what's alarming? What's that? You've not taken the fire giantess token off the map. Yeah, I mean, as far as you know, that's where she is. I know, I just, it's very ominous. You should see all the other things that I have on the GM. Uh, I don't want to. I feel like it would discourage me from playing this campaign. <laughs> um. Okay, so... You would Yeah. Is there anything else that you would like to do in Guardan now that you're geared up? You gonna lock up the, the Explorer's Hall? Yep. Also I have a new name for it. The Arachno Mansion. I love it. Lock okay. it up, shutter it up tight. As I am now a part owner, that won't come back to bite me. I promise. <laughs> yeah, and you, um, in your time, sort of in the Arachna Manor, you did find uh, a set of keys that you can take along with you, so you can add that to your inventory, and you can lock it up nice and tight. Winter shutter the windows, lock the doors, cover the gravestones with plastic wrap. So the frost doesn't get them, you see. <laughs> Wave goodbye to our neighbors who are like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and you begin to ride out of town and to the south. No, oh, no, Jen has a thing she wants to do in Guardan. Good, because as before I'm like, as we're lo- getting ready to lock it up, I unpack the dining set that I stole from here and put it back on the table. <laughs> so did we find you guys in the market yeah sure so Sumi is going to try to you know on the DL give away gold but she's not going to give away as much as she used to She feels the need to keep some gold because she wants to buy something magical that will keep her alive. She's terrified. But I will give away like 100 gold. Okay. Um... On the DL, hopefully. I don't want to be swarmed. Character (laughs) development. What sort of... um... More like character aggression. <laughs> what sort of skill check is that for you? Stealth, baby. Stealth, so you're actually like... So you're not being noticed by people. You're you're catching up to one person at a time, slipping them some gold very quietly, and then moving on so that crowds don't notice. Yeah, like I'm not like sleight of handing it into their pocket. I am like giving it to them directly so that they know because I don't want them to like accidentally misplace it or blah, 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 but... 
And I'll do like five gold at a time. So that's how many people? 20. 20. Okay. Uh, so then go ahead and make me two stealth checks. 20 stealth checks. You're killed and eaten alive. Uh, first one was a 23. The second one was a 21. Yeah, you are easily able to move through the marketplace, um, sort of helping out people without being noticed so much. And everybody else, just sort of with a passive insight, kind of feels the average happiness of the area increase a little. People seem to have a little bit of a bounce in their step. There's uh, some whistling going on. It's definitely not the uh, the dirge-like atmosphere that it's been for the last day. I'll give it to the people with the sootiest clothing. The, the old chimney are... sweep. <laughs> the ones who are in there cleaning up. Chim chimney, chim chimney. Okay. So, you ride south out of Guardan. About midday at this point, after a little bit of time in the market and given money out, um, it is a cold, sort of overcast day. Uh, the people that sort of wave you past the uh, guard towers uh, are very friendly. Um, they all recognize you as people who helped out uh, a couple nights before, and word has passed, at least among the Zalezo, of the work that you've done today as well. And off southward uh, into the fields. It's um, it's winter, and outside of town it's a little bit uh, chillier, a little bit brisk. Um, there are patches of snow on the ground, but it's, uh, it's not completely covering. It's more of like uh, that bit where snow has grown up in a shadow under a hill. And looks like all sort of eaten through. Demons travel on. Uh, the first day passes without any incident. Yay! So that's the end of Misuthar 7 then. I believe so, yes. You Bongrest? are... Yeah, you are finding yourselves a place to stay on the side of the road. Um, half day's journey, so you've traveled about uh, about ten miles. Ooh, about like one mile out of town. I uh, make my horse a pack horse and start riding, Pearl. <laughs> Do you like summon Pearl? Mm-hmm. What the hell is that? Oh, um, this is Pearl. Pearl, um, this is uh, Faron and Norestos. Um, they'll be joining us as security. Does it speak? To me. I mean, as long as you don't threaten me, she's quite friendly. And by friendly, I mean she won't kill you. <laughs> well, that's a bit as friendly as a... be a friend. Yeah, it's sort of beast level of friendly. She mostly just, like, you leave her alone and she leaves you alone. It's fine. Yep. We're talking about Pearl or Sumi. Well, yep. it's really... It's a good life lesson. I ride her. We now have a pack horse. Well, I mean, if you told us that you had that, we I've got a bag of holding. We could have just put it all in there. There's no need for a pack horse. We wasted money on a horse. Um, bags of holding aren't always foolproof. And, um... No, give yeah. me all of your supplies and money. It's fine. <laughs> and, you know, horses aren't necessarily going to always make a 15-day trip. It's good to have a spare. You're not wrong there. Plus, we could kill it and eat if we need to. 
Exactly. If it's injured and there's no game. If there's game, I'll go get it for us. Sir. No, that sounds like competition in the Megan. Oh, oh, excuse me. I believe it is on. So, guys. It's burr cold in here. <laughs> there must be some. I didn't see any buffalo or any large horned creatures nearby, so I think we're good. <laughs> so, were there. Um, I, I suppose. Uh, that means Delilah and Feyrun are um, setting up camp while Sumi and Norestos head opposite directions to forage for food and game. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess so. Uh, yeah. Well, and then, um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. All right. So south of the city in uh, along the road and... Uh, away from the forest, game is relatively scarce. This is still settled area with a couple of sort of scattered farms and so on. Uh, so it's rather difficult to pull back anything interesting. Either uh, both of you can make survival checks, though. Uh, as I walk a little ways away from for the horses and then leap into the air and tiger midway uh, midway through the air. Oh yeah. Well, I cast Zephyr Strike. Zephyr Strike! Zephyr Strike! <laughs> Zephyr Strike! Everybody pull it up. Yeah, okay, it's hot bar. Nine advantages or something? <laughs> it does nothing. <laughs> it's the if you hit somebody, shoot him with an arrow. <laughs> shoot him with an arrow! <laughs> Sorry, it needs to be a melee attack. I'll just look normal. So sorry, did you say with disadvantage? Nope. Uh, survival check, not disadvantage, just high DC. Would the keen smell of a tiger apply here? Yes, it would. Because it does say Ooh. only on wisdom perception checks that rely on smell. Yeah, um, I would say that it applies to the survival check in this case. Yeah, I wish you could be a tiger. Sweet, you might have got me. I I rolled a natural twenty. <laughs> well, that's amazing. I got a dirty twenty. You I got win. a twenty twenty-seven. Okay, so uh, Sumi can, if she chooses, bring back a single. Um, like winter sort of thin hair. Sure. Because um, that was that was the DC 20, and if you got a 24 or higher, you got to describe what you bring back. Go ahead, Patrick. Uh, probably nothing crazy spectacular. Like, I'm not dragging back a, like a dragon. Uh, Unless I can, in which case I do. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 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 a fat doe, you know? Not a Tauros? No. They're, I told you, they're not in this atmosphere. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you bring back a, um, a large doe and I guess got to gotta clean that and set that up at the, uh, at the campsite. Get it ready for a couple of days. And Sumi will, like, nod and respect. That's very impressive. Still a tiger. <laughs> Just holding it um, in your mouth. Very good job. I can take that and start cleaning it for you if you like. But may I pet you? <laughs> Would you like the scritches? On the back. Scritches, dummy! <laughs> you get three seconds of scritches and then battle mode. Oh, I thought you were saying that you're back in your form. It's like weird. I'm like, oh. Oh, I definitely shift back mid scritch <laughs> to make it super weird. I need a real kitty as I walk away. I miss <laughs> mouse. I was going to say, at least your mouse is safe on a turtle island. Out in the sea. 
Maybe. It's probably going to die. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine how terrifying it would be for that mouse if Nua submerged? Thanks, yeah. <laughs> Just like water coming up and it's like, what do you do? Okay, so um, does everybody go to bed and have a long rest? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, um, probably uh, no. watches. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'll trance... And then I'll watch the rest. Just checking. Just checking. No, no. Yeah, with your, with your super tricky DM uh, trickery. After we set up, I'll uh, pull out the dragon chest set that I carry along and see if Delilah wants to sit down. Fun. Sit down and play chess? Ever played before? No. There's always time to learn. All right, let's give this a shot. I hope she kicks your ass at it. I so badly hope she kicks your ass at it. She's like, hey, what if this piece moves here, though, and then you don't have any more pieces left? What's that mean? She's just flips the chess set. Cool sharking the whole situation. She's like a chess pro. (laughs) Grandmaster. While they're doing that, I'm just gonna uh, start skinning the the dough. Transing. Sounds good. And really, it's just an excuse to sit down and drink and talk. So, uh, playing dragon scales against each other would be opposed intelligence checks if either of you are proficient with a dragon scale, um, uh, dragon chess tool, then you get to add your proficiency modifier. Sorry, what was the first thing you said before? Opposed intelligence checks. You just roll your d20, add your intelligence modifier, not your saving throw. Oh my god! Corey, stop using that! I got a 17. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. What is going on? You're getting stomped at your own game. She's just instinctual, you know? Are you rolling like a D4? Screw these dice. <laughs> also, how are you doing that? BMB D the uh, things. The thing? Yeah. Yeah. Thing that I cut around. You got the uh the roll twenty extension? Yeah. I didn't so know yeah, that I got a five plus it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um yes, so Delilah is quite proficient at the game. And beats you quite quickly. Am I doing this right? Is this how you play? Yes, well played. I thought you'd never done this before. I guess it's just beginner's luck. Hey, you need to top up on that drink. I sure need one. Always. All right, let's go again. All right. You can go ahead and make other checks again. Opposed intelligence. What'd you get? Six. Twenty-one. <laughs> Much like the previous game, except the other direction. So you see, what happened this time was when I did this, and I just sort of help with educating her on the game. I really don't care about winning and losing in this game. Alright. And the night passes by without incident. You can all take long rests. I'm assuming it's survival to skin an animal. Ease. 22 to skin that animal. Yeah. You've got uh, good stores that'll last you a couple of days. Good. Sweet. And a nice pelt. 
Yeah, and uh, we can assume that uh, you don't have to spend any rations for today. Um, you would have eaten before you left town, and you had uh, rabbit and deer for dinner. Yum! And uh, you head off for the next day. Yay! So every day that you're traveling, you can choose uh, a normal speed, a slow speed, or fast speed. You get uh, penalties to uh, perception and stealth checks if you're going fast. And if you are going slow, uh, you are able to move stealthily. Uh, using a normal pace, you can go 24 miles in a day. Fast pace is 30. What's the downside of fast? Uh, I believe it's... It's advantage on stealth and um, perception checks. It's uh, You cannot use stealth, and you have a minus 5 penalty to perception checks. Gotcha. Okay. Are we doing normal? Or what do we think? Oh, I mean, it's we're heading with you, so it's your pace that we're setting. If you have any particular desire to return to your super in, insanely rich uh, fiance, well, you know they say that um, distance makes the heart grow fonder. So let's go normal. That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> who I am. Okay. So, uh, the day is still pretty overcast. You get the sense that this might just be the, uh, seasonal weather in this area. And, um, you travel along, you start to see fewer homes, um, more stretches of open land, uh, small groupings of trees, the mountains are to the east of you, to your left. Uh, foothills to the right, and you're sort of passing between them in a well-trodden uh, road. Definitely a merchant's-type road. So it's not like crazy, like feral wilderness? No. I'm picking spells. All good. You travel through the day, and it's another day sort of just traveling, chatting amongst yourselves. Um, you can continue to eat uh, the venison uh, when you stop for lunch and settle in for dinner. How long is that going to last? Um, Patrick, you got a 20... 22? 22. So you got five meals out of it, and you've used um, at least one. You could have used four at this point. I mean, get it while it's good. Like it's gonna get start going bad. Might as well eat it now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. There you go. So you have it for um, breakfast again tomorrow. Delicious. Yeah. Cheers to the host. And or, we'll no, the procurer of our meal this day. Thank you. We'll round up a little bit as well, assuming that you grab like some uh, roots and 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 small things along the way, and plus uh, adding in the the rabbit. And we'll say that you don't need to use rations today or the next day. I'm proficient in herbalism kits. Ooh. I don't know what that means, but it probably means I know flowers and stuff. Can you turn those herbs into, like, potions and stuff? I mean, not like out here. I could, like, put a flower in a vial of water and tell you it's a potion. Would you make it, like, a paste? 
thick unguent. Put it in a vial. I came back at a really, really weird spot. That's yes, you did. That's how this game works. That's how this friendship works. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Very, very true. They're all weird spots. That's what she said. You should get get a doctor to check that. Boom. Dermatologist. <laughs> uh, Jen and I watched Hot Fuzz recently. Solid film. Ah. Uh, <laughs> you fired your gun in the air and went, ah. No, I've never fired my gun in the air and went, ah. Um, I was just laughing in my head about the um, the constable who just, like, the one who you can't understand and just randomly comments the jokes. Gox. Anywho. We ride. Um, you rode. And the second day passes without any incident. I realized uh, that it was everything was weirdly silent because I had muted Groovy. And I was like, why is everything so, like, it's just creepy quiet. Okay, so, um, you set watches and, uh, go again? Yes, sir. I mean, is the is the basic plan to, like, have dinner and then everybody sits around while Sumi trances for four hours and then she just does the watch? Yeah, basically. I would assume so, yeah. Okay. So then I will have uh, Sumi roll a perception check. This way, if something bad happens, it's always Jen's fault. Savage. Norestos wakes up in the middle of the night and Sumi is gone. Is that actually true? No, I'm kidding. Oh, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I had a down. 10. Um, the night is chilly. It's a little dark, but uh, it passes with uh, no other events. So on to Misithar 9. Uh, this is the last day of your uh, foraged, hunted for food. So on the 10th, you will start to have to st- uh, use trail rations. Do you continue with your normal speed? Party leaders, let us know. Sumi, what do you think? We've been doing normal the whole time. What do you think? Should we swap? Should we go faster? I think we could go faster for a day. I don't think it would hurt hopefully anything and if it does we have an extra horse and it's been pretty quiet so far you know I famous agree. last words no I think we could go a little faster well, I mean we're running out of our uh, our fresh food uh, perhaps another hunt is in order yes hunt round two will be tomorrow so are you going to go fast today and hunt tomorrow or are you going to go slow today so that you can hunt today I was thinking the second one, but what do you think, Norestos? Like slow today and hunt today? No, fast today, slow tomorrow. Because we have rations. Like, if we run out of the fresh food, we won't die. No. And and there's... I don't envision a time when we'll run out of food. If we ate all our rations, I have contingencies. Is it... Is it Faerun... Is this your contingency? No. Uh, I don't know if you're aware I'm of this. I'm pretty sure but... we're looking at the giant little thing you ride over there first. Oh, I, can, I can make magic berries that feed you for a whole day. It's fine. I don't know if you could eat Pearl. She's kind of like a, a magic construct. I don't Never know if it'll give you any sustenance. Magic's pretty delicious last time I had it. <laughs> Is that like a sex joke? Is magic the name of your ex-girlfriend? No, it's the name of my enemy's dog, but we'll move on from there. (laughs) I mean, I really would like to hear this story now. 
I would like to vote we leave Faerun behind. He's beginning to worry me. I mean, that, that is one way to get revenge on an enemy, I suppose. It was a good story, actually. <laughs> yes, wouldn't you be upset? It was really funny. <laughs> I just feel like it's, you know, one step too far. Oh, this guy was a dick. Steal their dog. Sure. And then it's your dog, and it's friendly, and then they see how nice it is with you, and they're like, oh, he never played with me. What reason do I have to steal a dog? Oh, no, I I agree. Eating the dog was a step too far, but I still want to hear the story. I think he just ate a guy's dog. I don't think there's much to it. I don't know if the guy knew he was his enemy. Did he know he was your enemy? Because then that's two steps too far if he didn't know. He seems very quiet. Yeah, it's like a weird amount of silence right now. Two steps too far. At least least two steps. That's all right, Faerun. We all have done things we regret. Or we're proud of things that we shouldn't be. I got lots of those stories. (laughs) Boy, do I got lots of that. (laughs) We tell stories on Misuthar 9 and get to know each other. That's nice. Why do I feel like that came with a head pat? That's <laughs> um, okay. So you know that whether you go uh, um, a regular pace or fast pace today, you will reach the uh, Silt Basin Pass. The land is starting to sort of slope down towards the ocean, and you can see like bits of like Lakeland and it's getting to a boggy sort of swampy area. Yes. Could we ride fast today, but then stop like earlier than we usually would most days to like set up a really nice camp, check out the basin or the pass, the basin pass um, and hunt. Yeah, for sure. Um, So basically you would get to where you were, you would end your day with a short one, six miles short of where you could go, but a couple of hours of daylight left. Yeah. Is Amanda painting her toes? No, I did it earlier and then it got really smudged, so I just fixed one. I'm really, really sorry. No, I didn't <laughs> see anything. It was just really funny. It's like, I think that's what she's doing. I'm painting my toes. It was so terrible and I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I was like, I just need to do it and get it over with. I'm really I'm sorry. Totally. Her face cut, though. Sorry, we couldn't see anything. Um, Okay, so you set up camp a little bit shy of the forest, and um, and Nerestos and Sumi go off to search again, uh, surviving. Are you guys having roll-offs for your dragon chest games? Yeah, we each won one so far. Is someone to keep? I should keep track of that. Hold on. Dragon chest. Chest, there's no T. Is that going to become part of the recap? Yep. Who won first? Running total. Me. (laughs) That's what I wrote, so hey. Eric? Yes, sir? Is it possible to do a nature check to figure out what I might know about animals in this region? Sure. I rolled terrible, so you don't have to cheat. And yet, cheating, I do. <laughs> A 20. Okay. Um, I'm surprisingly shitty at nature. <laughs> so, this area is... Um, it's sort of transitioning to the warmer areas of the Menagerie Coast. And so you would expect to find, like, giant frogs, uh, large snakes, um, the occasional crocodile. I, uh... As I begin walking into the woods, I, uh... sort of 
think towards the staff and a few of the like flickers of sort of green fey light wrap around the, the curl of it and I cast locate animals or plants and I say crocodile big fat what's, cheater what's the range on that <laughs> five miles <laughs> can I roll to see if I hear him say this because Sumi's not going to play anymore if he's a big old <laughs> cheater I'm the best at hunting uh, yeah you can make a perception check I should have cast Pass Without a Trace on myself first. Shit 21. You do hear him cast a spell and say Crocodile. I only got a 13 to catch one, though. Sumi doesn't say anything. Your spell doesn't find any within five miles. Oh, damn it. (laughs) You're not quite close enough to the swamps yet. So, so I, I come back empty-handed. Well, no, you could still probably do a like a a survival. You could probably still look. Yep, got a thirteen. Oh, I got a fifteen. We're both empty-handed. <laughs> no, uh, you're not in the uh, like uh, people-filled areas anymore. You are in the wild. A fifteen is enough to get you a little bit of food. Dicks. Which will give you one day's worth of rations for the whole party. So effectively four rations. So we'll come back and say, um, you know, I find this very odd, but the pickings here were much slimmer than they were near the city. Did you find the same, Norestos? Before we get to that. Fair. Norestos must make a perception check. Ooh. Is it visual based? It is. Also would be smell, potentially. 23. Okay. So while Norestos is out looking for um, something other than crocodiles, because he knows that there are no crocodiles around, he sights a campfire in the distance, um, in the direction that you are heading along the road into the Silt Basin Pass. Like a long distance away? No, definitely the sort of thing that um, riding on your horses, if you had gone all the way as far as you could have gone rather than stopping, you would have you would have found it. Uh, for you, it's probably half an hour, an hour of uh, moving up to actually get there. But if you get a little bit closer, you could probably get more information as well. I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace on myself. Are you going to tell us? He's out right now. Yeah, like I'd have to go back to camp and then come back. Yeah, you would. Yeah, I'm not. (laughs) Not used to being part of a team. And then I'm going to sneak up. All right, make a stealth check. 32. Holy heck. Pass without a trace. You are wind. That was very important. I was going to check the modifier. Because I rolled a natural 20. Get rid, Scrubs. I'm a ghost. (laughs) So, you um, move forward, sort of a bunch of uh, low-hanging swampy trees to to bunch of trees, eventually coming up and seeing a small encampment on the road. Um, There's a fire, uh, sort of a uh, couple of tents. They seem really sturdy and and well-made, like thick. Uh, hide of some creature that you don't recognize immediately and there are about um, uh, half a dozen forms sort of sitting around the fire and you can see movement uh, in one of the tents there are three tents and 
uh, as you sort of approach, you notice that it's brighter than you would expect. The creatures, um, a couple of them give off a warm, uh, fiery glow. Uh, four of them in particular appear to have uh, constant flames rising from their heads. Um, they are uh, dwarven in proportion, but their skin sort of like shines with this uh, reflective bronze hue. And as you see them sort of like turning and moving, you can see that uh, in their orifices, their eyes and their mouths, there's burning flame. It's like they're almost animated bronze statues with fire inside. But they don't act like any sort of magical construct you've ever heard of. They seem like people. Um, There are two of the fire newts the uh, creatures that you saw on the back of the fire bats. And there are four uh, creatures that they are people that you have met before, though rarely in your travels along Wildmount. They are Firbolg, but they have this uniform sort of ashy tone to their skin and um, they seem to have uh, like sort of mottled um, veins of sort of like blacks and grays and brown. Uh, they actually in some way resemble Genasi. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram at Skyhammer Press. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. Hi, Craig. Well, I mean, if you had to guess what Amanda wanted for Christmas, wouldn't it not be murder? No. I would say probably not murder. Oh, yeah, I would say definitely murder. Like someone dead. For sure. We got them a online murder mystery for Christmas. That's a Christmas murder mystery. You do know that it is not Christmas right now, right? Mary, can I have this discussion? But we thought if we gave it to them on Christmas, then it wouldn't be as fun to play the Christmas murder. Christmas Eve, perhaps? It's like something you want to play going up to Christmas for murdering. And now they have the opportunity to plan it. It's like two gifts in one. I get to plan something and there's a murder mystery game. Okay, are you guys ready for a recap? It's been two weeks. Jen, what happened last time? Are you ready for some recap? Recap. It's time for the recap. Hold on, let me change recap. characters because I'm not Grimheart Steelhoof right now. Oh yeah, I need you to. We ended in front of Ornithora as you were about to inform the Noldar of your success and leave taking. Where were we? I thought we were just going to send like a boy back with the message. As we GTFO'd. You did. That was what you wanted to do. And you said, okay, but hang on. Let's just swing down and we'll just tell him real quick. And I was like, great. You land there. And oh, right. It. Now we can't leave. I'm still a burb, aren't I? You are. Caca. But we'll see. I mean, that is what where we started or where we ended. And we can start there. And then you look at the doors and go, now nah, this is too complicated. Hello, small elven child. Please deliver a message. The person turns around and says, I'm a gnome! <laughs> Just spitballing ideas, uh, throwing Basically spaghetti the at the thing. wall. <laughs> gnome, elf child. You know. <laughs> Six of one worth two in the bush or something. Well, I'm a bird. I can't give you any advice, uh, Norestos, so... You're not, you're not a bird. No! <laughs> what about my clothes? 
It was a polymorph. Your clothes are still good. Uh, but we will start officially. So we've landed. This is po- pre pre shape change back to lady girl. Okay. Still bird. Uh, <laughs> My bird. Corey and I watched Happiest Season last night. It's a new movie, and I would very, very strongly recommend it. I want to watch that. What's it on? We got it on we Apple got, for yeah, like 10 bucks. We bought it. Okay. I was hoping that it was going to be on Netflix or something, cause it, but it's a Hulu thing. I would guess Crave. Try there. What is it? Happiest Season stars Kristen Stewart and Dan Levy. The other female leads a person. So. She is. I don't. Rec- <laughs> I don't know her though. I'm glad the other female lead isn't some type of cybernetic creature, or perhaps several twigs. <laughs> like the parents are well known too. And oh, um, yeah. Glow. What's her face? Community. Yeah, Allison Brie's in Allison it. Yeah, Allison Brie. Yeah, she plays a sister in it. I love Allison Brie. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> 